Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. In this episode, I want to talk about beekeeping. Um, spring is around the corner. I think I talked a little bit about, well, spring is not around the corner, but we do have a lot of rainy days. And um, just sad to report that um, Saskatraz did not make it through the winter. Um, I had my doubts and um, I had my doubts that they were not going to make it. But then I checked on them a couple weeks ago and they were just fine. Or maybe it was more than a week ago, but they were doing fine. And I checked on them last weekend, and to my um, sadness and gloom, they did not make it. And it's squarely 100% my fault of why they didn't make it through the winter. And that's probably because I did not feed them the sugar blocks, the sugar bricks that I was planning on. And it's it's been pretty crazy winter. Uh, we've had a lot of cold days. You can't really go inside a hive uh, on these super cold days. But um, I didn't. I just did not provide them with food. And I'm hoping the other Alexandria hive survives. I'm just hoping. No, I did not provide them with food either, but they had a entire box of honey um, available to them starting, maybe maybe even two boxes of honey available um, when we were, they were going into winter. But uh, I do plan on uh, making some sugar bricks um, probably tomorrow and putting it on them once this weather calms down a little bit. So, kind of sad update on the bees, on the bee front. So, um, hopefully I'll have enough bees from Alexandria in spring that I can split them. And um, I was hoping to have three or four hives this spring, but unless I buy one, I'm not going to have one. Um, all right. Some other things about beekeeping. The Fairfax. The Fairfax. Is it Fairfax? The Fairfax Bees um, Club has started a beekeeping class, which started last Tuesday, and it is about eight to nine weeks long, where every week we're going through one chunk of chapter. So last week, um, our instructor and my mentor, Nate, talked about or went over the subject of some amazing stuff, uh, the history of the bees. And if you go back uh, and listen to some of the previous episodes, I talked about the bees and I talked about the history and how they've been around or beekeeping has been around for at least 20,000 years. Well, 
not beekeeping specifically, bee robbers mostly because <clears throat> humans would go into beehives and they would just take all the honey. They're not keeping or, you know, they're just depending on the bees to create the honey, come back and do it all over again, and not really caring for the bees. It was not till a lot later that beekeeping became a habit. Um, and um, even though, even at that time they were keeping bees, it was a more, mostly a destructive uh, way of keeping bees because you're, you're essentially destroying all of the hive and, and you're just squeezing out all from the wax and the bees have to go back to work and uh, creating creating the comb and the the honey well creating the comb and all that so that's that's what's up <clears throat> I guess what they would do is they have they would have two separate um, areas one or is up for the beehive and then they have a honey super on top and that's what they would destroy and then put a new box up top and it wasn't until the 18 hundreds that um, Mr. Langstroth came up with the idea of removable frames. Now all other other types of beekeeping is illegal in the United States. The only one that is legal to have out here is either you have a top bar hive or a removable frames type hive because as soon as you have a beehive on your property, you give the right to the state inspector to come visit the beehive and inspect them for mites because mites is one of the biggest problems for beekeeping. So now that the class has restarted uh, and I recruited, not really recruited, but I, I promoted the beekeeping and I'm proud to say that I was able to bring in four new beekeepers that are learning to keep bees um and this so they started last week with their classes and it was really cool to be mentioned for three different times that I was the reason that they were here in the beekeeping class so I'm proud of that you know it's it's like all right I, I did some marketing <laughs> I did enough marketing and talking about beekeeping that I, uh, you know, convinced and influenced. I'm a beekeeper influencer. <laughs> the bee flun, the bee, the bee influencer. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so that's that's a little fun, uh, fun little thing about beekeeping. Okay. Okay. Next stop is more beekeeping. More beekeeping talk. So my my good buddy den leader for our Cub Scouts group. Since okay, so three of the people that I recruited or that I influenced into becoming beekeepers, they are also den leaders uh, and are in the same Cub Scout pack. So actually, two of them are den leaders. One of them, uh, he helps with all of the advancements that the that that the Cub Scouts go through um, on a daily basis or on a weekly basis or whatever. 
or a monthly basis. I don't know how that works, but he takes care of all the advancements, makes sure everybody is um, getting their badges in and all that ordering stuff. All right, so that's awesome. But so one of the beekeepers, um, that's my buddy uh, and my uh, partner for Den 8, is um, he was at the scout shop the other day and he saw a beekeep a a hive kit. And I was like, what? A beekeeping hive? He's like, yeah, it's a bee bee kit. It's a beehive kit, and um, you know the kids. They can build it, and then we can put them up in the houses, and to promote uh, beekeeping. And I was like, okay, let me take a look. And I was like, it has to be mason bees because mason bees they hibernate through the winter. They work alone in pollinating and you know doing all the work that they do. And you would have to buy mason bees to put in these hives that these got the Cub Scouts are going to build. So there, so we have a plan for this coming uh, Saturday to one, assemble the beehives, two, go out and take a look at the beehives, the honey beehives. So there's multiple types of bees. Now one thing, the one cool thing about having a mason bees around is that they, they're solitary, they're very gentle bees, and they just don't have time to deal with anybody else. They just go and do their business. And these mason bees are, you know, they are natural or native pollinators in this part of the world. And uh, it's really interesting to, you know, just learn about it. Well, I didn't learn about it. It's interesting to see that mason bees hibernate, but honeybees do not. Well... If you look at where honeybees come from, honeybees come from the Asiatic continent. They come from Europe and Asia and Africa. Well, we don't have African bees around here. And they do not hibernate. They live through the winter, right? So just really interesting. But all the native bees in the United States and these parts, they, well, just the mason bee, mason bee hibernates. I don't know, I don't know about carpenter bees, so I'm going to have to take a look at that. And uh, I do know that the, the other pollinators, such as the yellow jackets, they also do not hibernate. Um, only the queen bee either stays in the hive, or I don't know how that works. Um, we we don't want we don't like yellow jackets around as beekeepers, as they are a nuisance to our bees. The next one is um, the carpenter bees. Yeah, so the bees hibernate. Honeybees don't hibernate. Is because where they come from, like evolutionary evolutionary things you gotta look at so it's pretty interesting it's pretty pretty interesting so we gotta look at um building these beehives and then we have we get a four forty percent coupon on going out and and um buying a mason bee 
So the one thing I was doing a little research on is how many mason bees can you put in one of these hives? Even though they're not working together, do you just put one mason bee or do you put a bunch of mason bees and they'll be like, oh, this one's my home, this one's your home. I don't know how it all works. So it'll be interesting to learn about that and uh, learning about insects. So what's cool about this specific project that the kids are doing is that um, they'll get three different badges. They learn, they get badges on learning about insects. They get a badge on doing woodworking. They get a badge on um, nature and stuff like that. So, and thereby, there might be more badges that they can acquire from doing these projects. Because as a Cub Scout, your goal is to be one with the nature, leave the nature the way you found it. Be, you know, super, super um, aware of your actions because every action has a reaction and a consequence. So some really good lessons to learn and um, it'll be it'll be a fun Saturday, fun Saturday morning to get this thing done and out and about. Anyways, that was a little update on beekeeping, on insect uh, husbandry and um, being the fatherly person that you are or, you know, motherly. Walking, uh, you know, watching over the bees and whatnot and uh, other insects. So, yeah, that's pretty awesome. There's um, another class today, later today in the evening and we'll be looking at hive equipment and of course uh, I've talked about hive equipment before on the podcast and um, a beehive is a setup of blocks that you can add to or subtract from because um, bees uh, based on the weather based on the season Bees have a different formation, a different need, uh, and that you got to watch out and take care of. Anyways, that's the update for my beekeeping and uh, bee lovers out there, you know, waiting to listen about beekeeping and wondering what's going on. In the next episode, I will be talking a little bit about biking and getting into biking and I have plans to bring on guests uh, to the podcast to go into go and you know talk more about biking and um, what it takes to get into biking and and uh, the different types of biking that you could do so hopefully that's some good valuable content I know I am super broad and the four different aspects of the things that I'm talking about. Uh, beekeeping, cycling, uh, we got a little bit of woodworking here and there happening, and then interviews as an entrepreneur, and talking about inventions and hobbies and um, entrepreneurship. Well, thank you so much for your time and listening and tuning into the podcast. Hopefully, we can uh, bring you on 
to the podcast and listen about your hobbies and your fascination about uh, beekeeping or cycling or whatever it is that you love to do in your spare time. Thanks again. Have an amazing, awesome day. Till next time.